Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. Hello again, everybody. This is another episode of your favorite ghostly podcast, When Ghosts Speak. Uh, you've got myself, Melissa, and we've got Mary Ann, the, the keeper of all ghost recipes. Well, I've got a lot of them. And first of all, let me explain to you how this even happened. When I do a house, um, the, some, the ghosts are very chatty sometimes. And a lot of the ghosts uh, show up in people's houses because of their cooking or lack of cooking. And they think it's very important that especially, in, and I have to admit, most of the ghosts in the cookbook, Beyond Delicious, are women. But and there are there are men there. The men actually in the cookbook did the fancier cooking. Which oh, I I'm actually Yeah, <laughs> go figure. And but it was really crazy. I went to do a house. It was between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and the lady had made nut rolls. When I walked mm -hmm. in, they smelled so good. But they were very, very weird-looking nut rolls. They almost looked like pancakes. And I'm thinking to myself, "Yuck! That's not a roll at all." No, they were. They like they when they were flat. They weren't round. And so we were talking, and the woman was so excited because she gives the nut rolls away to neighbors and everybody. And the ghost was just had such a disgusted look on her face. I said, what's wrong? She goes, her nut rolls are terrible. Everybody throws them out. They're lousy. I went, oh boy. And she said, let me give you a really good recipe for nut rolls. So she did. I told it to the woman. The woman was so excited. The woman made the or made that new recipe, gave them to people, and they all wanted her recipe, which she called me up. She goes, am I allowed to give that recipe? I said, of course. And that's in the book. So that you can actually read. But let me explain to you about publishing a cookbook. The church group, the ladies of the church, the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts, they can put together their little cookbooks, run them off, hand them out, sell them for two bucks. Mm -hmm. Not an issue. But when you have a published cookbook, every recipe has to be tested in a licensed kitchen. How many times do they have to test it? It's got to be more than once, right? To, for the consistency. Exactly. And I got to tell you, you know, I've got other books and I had revised stuff. It, never a cookbook again. I did more rewriting on this cookbook than I have ever done. Not the stories, the recipes. Here was one in particular. And it was odd, but, you know, not every recipe is, you know, Toll House cookies. There's all kinds of recipes out there. And this Chuck right. and Lenore lived in, it was either Alabama or Arkansas. I, I don't remember. It was an A state, one of those two states. 
And we had gone on a road trip and I was doing houses down in that neck of the woods. And Lenore had called and said that her husband, Frank, keeps hearing his traps go off. Traps? His animal traps. They trap their own food. And they had, they made like possum jerky and squirrel stew. And it was like, okay. Well, she said everything was okay till the neighbor died. And the neighbor and husband Chuck, the neighbor that died was Frank. And when Frank and Chuck, they would jerry-rig traps so that the other person couldn't catch anything. In other words, they would set the traps off and there would be no no meat, no rabbits, no nothing. Just as a and they knew each hide. other was doing it. So it was a matter of hiding them in places where the other one couldn't find them. Frank died. <laughs> Actually, Frank fell off a cliff. I couldn't believe that. But Frank died off a cliff. And no, Chuck didn't kill him. But Frank, Chuck wasn't happy. It wasn't sad that Frank was dead. Now, they mm-hmm. live in something called a holler. I'm not exactly sure what a holler is. <laughs> this you, is you know, Melissa, what a holler is. This is a mountain storytelling right here. <laughs> Let, let's pull that? up what the actual definition um, of what that is. I, 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 it looked to me like a little galley. I, but I live down the holler. It's it's a, a small sheltered valley that usually, but not necessarily, has a water course. Yep, there was water there. Oh, that's it. Well, I was sort of right. It looked like a valley. Okay. Right. So they also, and it's typical in any any county, even down in those states, have fairs, yearly fairs, and everybody brings their bakery and their best pumpkins. We know how a fair goes. And Frank was always, always, always winning the secret for his possum jerky. And just the thought of it, not good. But at any rate, And I didn't eat lunch or supper there either. Oh, no. And so they went ahead and Frank always won that category. And so it turns out that they were cooking and the recipe called for the possum to be boiled And it has to be boiled for quite a while because apparently unless you get young possum, it's really tough. And then after you boil it, you soak it in a marinade, which I had the recipe for the marinade, which I don't have anymore. And the recipe with all the, the little herbs and everything that went in it. And they had a wood burning stove. And so some parts to this possum that tastes good. (laughs) I didn't try it. I don't know. And so so here was the rub with the recipe. 
I needed to tell the licensed kitchen how hot the stove was in degrees. How in the world would I know how many logs in a, a stove like that, what the temperature would be? I said, can't you guys figure it out? That's your job. And they said, no, you got to tell us how to do this. Anyway, this whole thing had to be thrown out because I could not give them a degree to the stove. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. So this story actually never made it into the book because of that. And I did talk to Frank. And Frank actually liked Lenore. And Lenore asked me to ask him, which, of course, he was standing right there and he heard. Can you please tell him what can you will he please tell me what his recipe is, what his ingredient and he did. It was gunpowder. It was a, like, I, I don't remember how much, but he his secret. And I would think gunpowder doesn't even have a taste, I wouldn't think. Um, if it smells like it's. Uh, when you shoot a gun, there's that certain smell. I, I I can't, I don't know. But all I know is that that's, that would, and she, she wrote me a letter and she said that it made a difference. They just actually, he said two bullets to an adult possum. So I don't know if you open up a bullet and take out the gunpowder. I don't know. Cause I don't know how to do that. I don't want to know how to do that. And but that 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 was that was one of them. That now was, see, I, I'm I'm googling as you're talking, yes. and let's not conf, uh, confuse people. Not that we're trying to, right? Because if you go no. Google, one of the first things that comes up is gunpowder recipe. Um, excellent as a snack or simply eaten on its own. That is not what Marianne is talking about right now. That is a blend of like chili spices. Oh no no We're right about actual like like you I said yeah and um, you will find um, the potassium nitrate ingredient in gunpowder is what causes the abdominal issues. Um, while ingestion is unlikely to be lethal, it can cause problems such as low blood pressure. Um, and there's also the the sulfur that's in gunpowder. So. Um, yeah, I, I he said it took out Frank said it took out the wild. <laughs> Probably overshadowing it with like sulfur. And... <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea. Aren't there other recipes for that? Like I, I've heard of people like for deer meat, like you you soak it so long in like a kitchen sink with so much water and other things or milk you know, to take out that gamey taste. I, right. There's right. got to be ways of adding. Yeah. There, and there are other, like there's a venison recipe in here that makes sense. And, you know, there are other wild animal recipes in here that people have, you know, that apparently are wonderful. Uh, but, but this one, and this one may taste just fine 
if I could have given them the right degree. And, and here's another little quick story. Nursing homes. Ghosts in nursing homes are phenomenal. There's a lot of ghosts in nursing homes. And mm -hmm. a lady had called me up and she said that her mother was having a really hard time sleeping because there was a ghost that was walk waking her up every night. She says, now my mother has all of her brains. She is not losing her marbles. It's her body that has given her up. She said she was alcoholic for years. And that's why she had to be in a nursing home, not for any other reason than that. And so she called me up and all this. And I said, listen, there's nothing I can do about a nursing home. I said, unless the owners of the nursing home have me clear the whole thing, how do you take care? I mean, and most nursing homes have two people room. She said, no, no. She says, my mother is in a single room. I said, that makes a difference. So I go to this nursing home and it's a very nice, very, very nice nursing. The mother is talking to me. She says, the ghost's name is Annie and she is trying to get me to drink. She says that if I drink, I will live to be over a hundred. She says, that's like 32 years away. I would like to live another 32 years. She says, but she says, I need to start drinking. The daughter left and she says, oh, like your cranberry cordial. And she says, oh, but that's so good. This little old lady used to make cranberry cordial. And that's what she was ripped on all the time. That She drank that all the time and just really loved it. So I said, I said, let me walk through the halls. I said, you've seen this lady. She said, yeah. She says, was she in this room when she lived here? She says, no. And she told me what room she was in because there was a plaque. because She was the oldest resident that ever died in this nursing home. She was 103 when she died. So we went to that room and there were two people in that room. They were so bad, these two ladies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And there was, there was the ghost standing right there laughing as these two were going at one another. I really thought the one was going to stab the other one with her knitting needles. I really did. Oh, no. and, yeah. And so now all of that was not in the story because I actually two people that were in that nursing home as residents. And I was very careful not to get anybody in trouble. So the ghost said, no, I'll leave. She says, I don't care. She says, but I will tell you this. She said, I've got the recipe for the cranberry cordial. I said, oh, well, I would like to see what that's like. And right. so, so I got it and it's in the cookbook. It's pretty easy to make. And she said, but tell everybody that if they go when Ruthie is call on nights that if they go to the linen room, she's got a bottle in their stash. They can all get in there before they go to sleep at night. If they go to the, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go in the book. I didn't think it was a good idea to put in the book. 
that's why I figure I'm like, I, I knew when we, you know, kind of came up with the idea of some of these recipes, like there's so much more backstory that just didn't make it. That probably gives us so much more fun context, you know, feisty little old ladies at the nursing home. Um, I'm still wrapped up on this gunpowder thing, which part of it is saltpeter as an oxidizer. So I wonder if that was part of that's that. funny because I almost thought when the seat when she's asked what the secret ingredient was, I almost was gonna say saltpeter. I almost thought that's what it was, but it was not. But yeah. uh, because seriously, not I don't think they do it anymore, but saltpeter was something that insane asylums asylums, nursing homes, they used to use that a lot in those places in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s, just to keep everybody calm. <laughs> Here, look at this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, your your cookbook, Marianne, what, what is it called? Beyond, Beyond Delicious. delicious. Yep. And it's a, there's a hundred recipes in this book. And with a hundred stories to go with each one, yeah, there's there's backstories to all of to all hundred of them. There's probably something that I couldn't put in, or didn't put in, only because it was supposed to be just a page of one and a page of the other. You know, it's I didn't want it to look like dictionary. So, right, but yeah. So there's there's all kinds, but and some people that have read some of the stories have actually come up to me and said, I'm surprised they didn't do this, this, or this. And it's like, oh, they did. I just didn't put it in the book. So <laughs> you can read between the lines. You can see some of the, you know, pick up on some of the things that, that happened in the book. Right. Edit it down for space, pretty much, right? Yeah. So we, we yeah. want to cover um, throughout some of these episodes um, some of the stories that didn't make it either they were too wild or the recipes were just too too bad for whatever reason um and i think that'll be a fun thing because you, yeah, you mentioned before the box is full of these recipes that didn't make the cut so no it didn't <laughs> and it took me forever just to go through the recipes and the decanter them, you know pastries and soups and stews and whatever uh it's it's amazing. I have to laugh though. I've had also people come up and said, I found my great grandmother's recipe that family hasn't had since she died 62 years ago. It was in your cookbook. So you never know what you might find. How funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I won't have any recipes to to pass on when I die. Uh, I've gotten to the point now where I'm like I don't even want to cook anymore. I mean, just, I'm going to make a sandwich and call it a day. Lazy. That's right. That's exactly right. I think this was a fun episode that uh, for all of our listening listening friends, uh, our our episodes will be out on Wednesdays. So keep an eye out on Wednesdays for. New uh, new episodes Wednesday mornings if you want to join us over on YouTube. Um, I think we're going to do that for a while. Um, join the us nice live. Thing about, right, and the nice thing about the you uh, the the thing on ten o'clock on Wednesdays is that your questions are immediately. So if mm -hmm. you watch this and you, you had some questions about it, come on Wednesday and ask mm -hmm. what what do you need clarified. Be happy to explain it to you. 
Definitely. We can interact with these. This will be good. It's fun. And, and we got a good group of, of regulars that come every Wednesday and everybody has a good time and many laughs <laughs> abound on these, um, especially when we can get some stories out of you that you weren't planning. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're to start making some of those. <laughs> you just, yeah. just want to make it embarrassing for me to talk, right? At least nobody can see me. They can just hear me. <laughs> so. Right. Then you'd be like, edit that out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, we look forward to uh, catching you here on our next episode. Thanks so much. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye. <laughs>